Howdy folks, welcome back to Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin and I do not like to read. And I have the opener. I oh. have it. Okay, do it's it. Mine. Do it. Because I'm going to talk about how much editing we have to do this week. For why? We got dogs, foster dogs upstairs. Foster puppies, yeah. We got the dishwasher running. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> and the AC's probably going to kick on here soon. Well, not the AC, the heater. Yeah. Although it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's yeah. air conditioning, not air cooling. Uh, I'm too tired to think If you condition, that. you can t- condition the air to be hot. Um, I condition my hair, not the air. <laughs> that right. was a, that was a rough one, dude. Let's try only do the edits that are going to... <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> I was going to say the only edits we're going to make, are the or you're going to make, are those. We're going to make. We do this podcast together. No, I'm way too tired. I've been dealing with the stupid puppies. We love them. They're super cute. Check out our um our TikTok to see video of them. Yeah. Um, We've got a little... We think she's a German short-haired pointer mix. Her name is Mika Mocha. Then we just picked up a humongous pit mix um, named... We call her Hazel. We, I think she might be Great Dane. I think she's a, a pit bit. Hazel, yeah. A pit Hazel? <laughs> Blue's a, tired. I am a pit uh Great Dane, yeah. yeah. She's huge. But we also have our kitty cat Wave who's finally getting love and attention. So basically it's a very animal centric time here right now. Isn't it always though? It always feels like it is. We need um, to do another animal book, not Warrior Cats. A- absolutely Warrior not Cats. Not Warrior Cats. Does maximum ride count as an animal Ooh. book? <laughs> Listeners, let us know if Max, you think Max Furry. That's, yeah. that, it's not an animal book, but it could be a furry book. It's definitely a furry book. It just, is it an or animal book? Or is it a book? feathery book? Fuck. <laughs> is there a separate genre of furries? I bet. Kitty girl. Okay. Sc- scalies. Ew. Is that a thing? I don't know. Okay. So I just want to say at the beginning to, um, if you haven't already, please leave us a review on the Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really super easy. You literally just press five stars or zero stars. Those are like the only two options for our podcast. At mm-hmm. least I don't know about other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but we only allow five or zero. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you wouldn't mind doing that, it's right under the follow button um, when you click on an episode and stuff. So that'd be greatly appreciated. I also want to say we have 460 listens now, which is Holy pretty shit. good. Um, we, we missed the funny weed number, though. Yeah, just I was like, guess how many listens we have? And Justin's like, 420. I was like, 460. And he's like, no, you didn't. Like, you're not listening to my joke. <laughs> <laughs> the funny we number, Blue. And for those of you who are starting to listen, I am so sorry if you started at the Warrior Cats yeah, episodes. That's yeah, your you, own fault. If you got all the way to here from Warrior Cats, sorry. And congrats. Yeah. You deserve a sticker. Yes, you do. But, but weirdo. <laughs> um, anyways, are you ready? You're obsessed with us. Name five Warrior Cats. Go ahead, Justin. Name five. Name a single fucking warrior cat. Uh, Bear in mind, I literally said one of them yesterday. Fire star. Good job. You literally got one. Uh, fire paw. It doesn't count. It's the same it's cat. It's a different name, though. It's not. It's the same cat. It's the same cat. Different names because they have fucking three names if they... They have a, four names. Oh Are you ready to start? Hungry, yes. Catching fire? Yes. All right. Tell me what happened last time around. There's a lot of plot building stuff. Yeah. Um, so they're living in the the winner's village. Victor's village, yeah. Um, 
is what's his face trying to go sober? Hamish? Yeah. No, but he did have a um, period of forced sobriety. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Withdrawal. Oh, okay. Um, and then the Capitals coming, to, or no, they did their tour through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Through, and then they had the party at 12. Mm-hmm. I think this is the most I've ever fucking That's remembered. literally the most you've ever fucking remembered. How'd you do? Because you actually edited the episode. Yeah, this I did. Time. Yeah, I, I fucking refused. Sometimes I'll cave and I'll edit it, but this time I did not. Yeah, you can tell the difference. Yeah, I you really can, which is why you should edit the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're starting chapter seven now. She's back home um, in the Victor's village. Victor's village, yeah. And remember, she was back home in the last episode, and she saw the uprising in eight um, while she was at the mayor's house. Do you remember uh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys getting shot and shit. Yeah. So, are you good? Kitty girl's, like, obsessed with the mic right now. Well, you're not petting her is the thing. I am petting her is the thing. Not enough. So, she's back in District 12, and it's a Sunday. Which the is Lord's Day. God's Day. And it's the only day she gets to see Gail. So, again, the Lord's Day, as we were saying before. (laughs) Daddy's Day. Can you take that back? What? Can you burn in hell? Whichever comes first. What about the sentence do you want me to take back? Um, She leaves um, Gail some of the things in the spot, in a spot where they usually meet. With, like, gloves that Senna left, like a little stick arrow pointing the direction she's going. And then she just, like, fucking leaves. And she travels into the woods, hoping, like, he'll just follow her. He'll figure it out. so fucking crazy. Um, they are she, tr- both tracker hunters, right? Yeah, but still, like, yeah. it's a six-hour trek to a place he's never been. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a, that's a little different. Maybe four hours, but still. Um, and she's remembering to the night she saw the uprising. Um, no one saw her see it. And afterwards, she went to talk to Madge, and they talked about the Mockingjay pin, because she was kind of like, they had my Mockingjay, like, I need to talk about it. And Madge is the one who gave it to her. Actually Madge or Actually Greasy, Madge. whatever. Greasy Say is different. I just got all the names wrong. I think Greasy Say in the movies gives her the pin. Yes, that's probably why I got mixed up. Yeah. Because they didn't mention Madge at all in the movies. Yeah. So, um, basically, Katniss is like, well, where did you get the pin? And she's like, oh, I think it was my aunt's. And she's like, that's so interesting considering, don't you think it's like crazy how like Jabberjay's backfired on the Capitol and like how that's like a little bit rebellious. And she's like, no. Madge is like, no, what the what? hell do you mean? <laughs> well, just because Madge is just in her own little world. She's like, fucking no. And Katniss realizes she's like the Mockingjay because she's a creature the Capitol never wanted to exist. Um, and now we're back in, like, their present. She's that at the, That they lake. made. They made her this way. That's a good one, babe. I like that. So, like, profound. Yeah. Can you tell I'm tired? Yeah, I can I feel my feet throbbing. Um, she goes to the lake. Hopefully I'll get some more energy. Where is she? The lake. Like I mentioned. She's at the lake, and there's this old structure that stands there that her and her father made, like, a little homestead. Like, they have, like, a little child's broom in there and stuff like that. She waits for Gail to arrive, and he does a few hours later, and he's mad. Okay, guys. So. Is this going to be the first of a long series of him being a pissy boy? I hate Gail. 
Um, we've kind of discussed how you hate Katniss. I don't hate Katniss. I think Katniss is a brat. Gail is a fucking little bitch bastard baby. Katniss, I can understand where she's coming from. Gail, not one fucking percent can I understand. So he's mad, and this is their first interaction since Katniss got engaged. So he's hurt that she's engaged to PETA. She's like, I don't want to. She's like, I don't want to lose you, Gail. Like, the, like she immediately, she can tell he's fur- furious about this. Yeah. And because she doesn't want to lose him, she starts telling him she's like, President President Snow threatened to have you killed. And Gail, being a little bitch, he like throws the gloves at um, Katniss, and he's like, I don't want your fiance's gloves. And she's like, they're not Peta's. And he's like, give those back then. The to who? Little fucking toddler. <laughs> Anyways. She ends up telling him, like, the whole story, everything that happened about President Snow and, like, the mess she's made. And he's, like, literally is, like, wow, you've made, oh, like, wait, a lot. Wait, he may give them back to me? Yeah. Like, because what they're the not fuck? PETA's. He, or because she found out they're not PETA's. He, it's like, you know, what fucking toddler shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want these. They're not them. Okay, I'll take mm-hmm. them then. Justin changed my Jim- cup. Jimmy on the playground has the same pair. Oh, okay. So, it's literally so frustrating. And he's like, wow, you've made a mess of everything. Uh, he's like, I actually don't want to hear any more of what you're saying. Can you just skip to the end of your story? Can we skip to the good part? What are you wow. singing? I don't know what that is. It's a song. By whomst? I don't know. It's on TikTok sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And she's like, my plan is I want to run away. He's ecstatic. He gives her a big hug. He's so excited. And he's like, let's go. We got to get everybody. We got to bring the families. And he's so happy. And he goes, I love you. Okay, cool. And she goes, she's basically like, fuck! <laughs> like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I didn't see that coming. She's like, all she can say is, I know. And Gail starts to pull out of the hug because he's a bitch baby who can't, comp- who can't see anybody else's perspective mm-hmm. despite being 18 years old. And he's pissed. And she's like, she's like, listen, like, I can't think of anybody like that right now. Like, not one person. She can't think of anybody like that. She's afraid. And she was like, if I were safe, I don't know, maybe. But I'm not. And I can't think of it. So maybe, but not now. And he's like, okay, well, then let's try to get to the the possibility. Like, he's a little bit. He's like, okay, let's try to get to the possibility of when you can let's get you safe enough that you can think about romance literally that's that's what he's actually saying yeah like a good human would say yeah like Peta. Peta would be like hey i understand you i understand that this situation is super fucked up let's let's hold up but what gail is saying is i'm in love with you and i'm gonna force it down your throat until you say yeah and i'm mad that you don't love me right now he's like one of those people that is proud of like oh i wore i wore her down I wore and- her down yep i think that's a very good like you know that's not a good like usually you want your partners to like you yeah just for who you are and the thing and- is she does like him he's just such a toddler about it yeah so they then discuss how hard it's going to be to convince their moms and katniss is like yeah and we also got to get hamish and gail's like hmm we got to do what? She's like, yeah, like, him and Peter are part of my family right now. Immediately puts Gail into a dick-ass mood. And he's mad. And Gail's like, maybe we shouldn't go. Maybe you're just being manipulated by the president to think all this. And it's actually not that bad. Gaslighting king. Literally, there's so much 
Gail hate on TikTok right now, which there should be, because what the fuck? Why is... I'm sorry. Why is that his first fucking response? No, I'm sorry. Are you on Hunger Games TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> well, because I have to post stuff in the chat so people will come listen to our okay. podcast. Okay. I'd rather be on Hunger Games TikTok than... Uh, um, What's it? Twilight TikTok. Hey, if you actually like came from us from our TikTok... Don't come from us from our TikTok. If you found our video, our podcast from our TikTok. If you come because of our TikTok. Stop. Uh, leave a comment down below. Comment down where? This is Spotify. Leave a comment down below and let us know. <laughs> okay. Put a comment down there. So Gail is gaslighting her. He's like, maybe it's not that bad. And she's like, are you serious? Do you think it's not that bad? What about the Uprising 8? And he's like, there's an Uprising 8. She's like, oh. She didn't tell him that originally in the story. Um, And she tells him, like, what's going on. And she says that if I had just killed myself, it would be okay. But she didn't. And this is where they're at. And Gale, being the shithead he is, goes into rebellion mode. He's like, what do you think? Like, we're we're not safe to do anything. He's like, we can't do all we can do is starve. Mm-hmm. And be in poverty. That's all we can do. So he's, like, really excited to join this fight. And Gail decides that he's not going to be leaving. He's going to make try to make things different. And then he leaves her alone in the house. Cool. Question. Do you think they would have killed her whole family and Peter's whole family if they ate the berries in the game? No. No? No, I don't. They want to go uh, dictator on it? Why do you think they would kill her family and Peter's family? Just for upsetting them, really. Um, then maybe. Yeah. But I don't think they would have. I think if they had eaten the berries and died, if I really think of it, they uh, would have surgically manipulated two people to look like them in the capital. Yeah, that's true. They could have done that. Um, also, what was I going to say? You lost it. If they did and they didn't do that, I think that uh, their their siblings could have found their way into the yeah. raffle a couple more times. And yeah, Prim. Well, Peta's I think the youngest of his brothers, mm. so just Prim. Yikes. Um, where am I? Girl on fire two electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have called catching fire. <laughs> that's what this episode name is now oh yeah got it um where am i all katniss can think about is how she's like fuck now i can't leave because maybe i can get to gail's mom hazel first convince hazel that it's the safest option and then that way we can convince gail to come because he can't talk to the mine workers about a rebellion until months so she's like going through all this in her head yeah who do you think's fitter who do you think's in better shape Katniss or Gail? Yeah. Katniss. Katniss? Yeah. Why? I don't know what mine workers do. Fucking, I don't know. In this world, I don't know, but in our world, it's pretty mechanized now. Hmm. Well, it's mechanized in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. She heads home. They're still getting black lung. Everybody's getting black lung. Yeah. Um, she heads home and she kind of meets Peta on their way into town. So they decide to go into town together and she's pissed and she's like, Peta, if I asked you to run away with me, would you? He's like, why are you? 
And she's like, Snow wasn't convinced that we're in love. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll go, but I don't think you will. Yeah. Just like, yeah, I kind of don't believe she will either. And he says, like, maybe you should talk to Hamish first, because maybe if you leave, you're actually going to be an, end up making things worse for the districts than if we stayed. And then they hear something. Katniss hears whistling and impact and the sound of a crowd gasping. Peta immediately places this sound and he rushes towards like he, uh, she sees a spark of fear in his eyes. But she has no idea what this is. And as they reach the square, there's a lot of folks and he like gets up on a light post and sees something and he goes, you need to leave now. Mm-hmm. And she's fucking freaked. So she starts pushing through the crowd and all she can hear is people going, you need to leave. You'll just make it worse. Like leave girl. Don't like, come on, don't do that. And then she gets to the, I guess, inside of the crowd, I guess. The yeah. circle, the mosh yeah. pit. And she sees Gale with his wrists on a post tied up with the turkey above him, his jacket on the ground, and his back is a bloody slab of meat. The turkey? Yeah. He poached a turkey while he was out. Oh. Sorry. Forgot to mention that. Um, And then a man who's wearing the head peacekeeper uniform. A man? A man. She doesn't know where Cray is. And then she sees him raise a whip. So I want to talk right here because it's kind of only mentioned once or twice. That PETA was abused as a kid. Yeah. Physically. So him placing the sound of a whip. Yeah. Is so sad. I also feel like because he is part of the more upper class, he he's closer to the square, definitely. The bakery, it's like all the um, shops, shops and merchants are around the square. So yeah, he probably grew up watching this shit, too. This is the first time it's happened in Katniss's lifetime. Really? So sorry, I'm cracking my knuckles into the mic. Right into the mic. I didn't mean to. Just. <laughs> I know. But yeah, it's his first time experiencing or hearing that. They don't even have an official like whipping post or anything. Hmm. So really, honestly, the reason he placed this is because he had been abused by a kid. Yeah. And he was used to hearing the crack and stuff like that, of possibly a belt. Mm-hmm. Which is like, again, we don't talk about how Peter was abused as a kid and how that affects the him. trauma that How he has kind he is still yeah despite the abuse he had as a kid mm-hmm. uh, okay so trigger warning for the next little bit um we're gonna talk about um bodily harm yeah so skip chapter eight if you really want um, and blood yeah yeah um chapter eight she screams no and hops in front of gail and the whip comes down and hits her in the face all she can feel is pain and she falls to her knees and she screams that he needs to stop because he'll kill Gail. The peacekeeper, head peacekeeper, is like, get the fuck out of the way. Like, I don't fucking care. And Hamish appears, um, tripping over the, there's a peacekeeper on the ground. And Hamish is drunk as balls and trips over him. And Katniss realizes that that's Darius, who we mentioned a little bit earlier. Um, he's just a peacekeeper. He's just a kind dude. Yeah, for a peacekeeper. Um and he dead or just chilling he it looks like he got slapped around she can't tell and Hamish is like oh my god fuck what am i supposed to do like Mm -hmm. what am i gonna tell her stylist she has a wedding shoot next week Mm -hmm. and the peacekeeper's like the fuck but he reckon the peacekeeper recognizes Hamish, but it takes him a minute to recognize um katniss and he's like it doesn't matter this man is a confessed criminal and Hamish goes on a fit about how she's going to look for her shoot. And Peta stands up next to her and is like, what are you going to do? This 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 man is her, like, what are you, 
Oh, I thought one of the puppies was whining. This man is her cousin. Like, this is my fiance. Like, back off. You'll have to go through both of us. And she's like, oh my God, the reper- repercussions for this are going to be terrible. But, you know, we've already made, we've already done this. <laughs> We're already here. Um... Yeah, pretty much. And one of the other peacekeepers goes, um, sir, I actually believe we've met the required number of lashes. Um, as long as, you know, we're not, unless your sentence is death. Like, I think we've met the work. Like she's like being like prim and proper about it. And he's like, we have. Okay. Well, since we, as long as that's procedure here, then we can be done. He's like, the next time I find him poaching, we're going to kill him. Cool. They buy like, um, just a board from somebody and make a makeshift stretcher, which I think is funny that they also have to buy the board. <laughs> it's not like, hey, can I fucking borrow this board? No, yeah, it's buy. Capitalism at its finest. <laughs> yeah. But people are starving to death, but yeah. Um, they take Gail to Katniss's mom, and there's not a lot of people who are left in the square to help, but those who are, are helpful. Um, there's a girl named Levy who goes to Hazel to tell her that her son has been fucking mutilated. Yeah. And there's these two boys, I guess men, named Bristol and Thom. Such fun names. Fun names. They're Gail's crewmates in the mine. And they're carrying him to Katniss's house, and they tell her the story that apparently Gail went to the head peacekeeper's house to sell him wild turkeys like they like he always would. Mm-hmm. But they knocked on the door, and there was this guy who was not get cray. Um, they've heard the name Romulus Thread. What a fucking badass name, <laughs> might I just say. That sounds like someone who beats people. <laughs> Literally. Um, nobody knows where Cray is. He's probably dead. But Thread immediately put Gale under arrest, and he was forced to plead guilty considering he had the turkey on him. And he had been lashed around 40 times when she had showed up, but passed out, around, passed out around 30. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And luckily, Gail had lied about how he caught the turkey, because if Thread had figured out that he was hunting, the punishment would would have likely been death. Yeah. What did he say, though? (laughs) He said that... How do you accidentally stumble upon a dead turkey? Well, he said that the turkey had crossed over the fence somehow. Oh. Probably via a hole, because the fence isn't always electrocuted. So his story was like... Oh, the turkey came. I found it in the meadow and like I killed it with a stick. I poked it with a stick really gar- like good. Uh, so like he lied about it mm-hmm. being something he hunted. And if he had had his weapons on him, he again would have been sentenced to death. So apparently during this, during the 40 times, um, Darius apparently stepped in and gr- instead of being like polite and um, procedural, uh, like the other peacekeeper, he was like, grabbing thread's arm and thread smacked him with the the butt of the thing mm. so he's probably not dead but cool. but it's not gonna look good for him wherever he's going no no he'll, he'll be dead once he, he wakes will up. be dead yeah, he yeah. will be dead but like later um it starts to blizzard really heavily as they get to her house and hamich is again hamich is there and hamich just goes new peacekeeper to her mom who goes straight to work um, I will note that I think her mom and Hamish are about like forty nine ish. Do we do the math? I thought he was thirty seven. Is that what it was? I thought me, so. Let me do some quick maths. Let, let's do some googling real quick. This is the part of the show where we Google stuff to make sure we're right. Um, Except for I'm on your phone and I don't know where your calculator yeah, app yeah, is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I'm gonna type in. Oh, there it is. 
Okay, so he was 16, and it's been 25 years. He's 41. No, okay. Right? He was 16 when he went into the hunger, his quarter quell. Yeah, okay, yeah. So they're about 41. Oh. That's just important because they have all this, Katniss is only 16, they have all this memory before Katniss showed up about bad peacekeepers that we're going to learn now. Yeah. So, again, like I said, he just goes, new head peacekeeper, and her mom's like, okay, straight to work. Yeah. Katniss is always amazed how her and her mom can kind of, like, switch into healing mode when it comes to these types of things. And she... Is that the puppy movie? No, no. <laughs> um, all... She's like, her mom turns and goes, did it hit your eye? Katniss says no. And she's like, okay, like, you're not priority. We're focusing on Gail's yeah. disgusting back. Um... And she's like, put ice on it. And Katniss is focused, like, and, like, all she's like, it's like, will you be able to save Gail? And Hamish is, like, trying to placate her and is like, there were a lot of whippings before Cray. And we always took them to your mom. Yeah. Fun fun thing about whips. Is this actually Whip a fun cuts. thing? Or is no, this they're not. They're horrible things. Okay. Um, so skip, like, a minute or so. Uh, they're not regular cuts. They're pressure cuts. Mm-hmm. They're not like it doesn't cut you, it forces its way through your flesh. Yummy. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. So it like destroys it. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, what's her name? Katniss's Ma starts she doesn't have a name. It was weird writing this whole part being like Katniss's mom. Katniss's mom. Does she not have a name? Mm-mm. She is. Katniss's mom. Oh. So you'll never guess. Katniss's mom okay. starts to clean the flesh on Gail's back. What's the test? Um, the Bechdel test. Bechdel test. Sorry, your desk is in my space. Oh, thank you. Your desk this, is all yeah, over that, my space. Move that, actually. I did, so no worries. <laughs> um, she's cleaning the flesh on Gail's back, which makes Katniss feel like she's going to throw up, which, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the thought of it kind of makes me want to throw up. Yeah. I'm good actually not thinking about it, so let's move on. Ooh, yeah, okay. Well, let's think about it one second. Okay, let's move on. Um, Hamish gives the folks who brought Gail home some money since they have no idea what will happen to their crew, their mining crew, not their rap gang. Yeah. That was funny. That was okay. Eh, yeah, it was okay. Hazel arrives wordlessly and just holds Gail's hand. Um, and unfortunately, Gail is regaining consciousness at this point. What? I keep thinking you're saying gazelle. <laughs> Hazel. Huzzah! touching my microphone stop it we're literally recording and it's 100% picking up and i'm editing this one probably and i don't know how to do that i literally don't know how to do that okay um like i said uh gail's unfortunately regaining consciousness at this point which really sets katniss into a mood and her mom's like prepping an herbal remedy to give him She's like, that won't be enough. That one, I got one cut on me. I know. Like, give him more. Give him something stronger. And um, she's just fucking screaming at her mom. And Gail starts to move at the sound of her voice. Mm-hmm. So her mom just goes, take her out of the room. Completely like doctor-ish, you know? Yeah. And Hamish and Peta have to physically restrain her and pull her out of the room and then pin her on an extra bed while she sobs and screams. Fun. And Peta at this point tells Hamish basically the lowdown on like, President Snow not believing them and how Katniss wants to run away and all that. Um, should we talk about my anesthesia response? If you want, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of getting held down, mm. so for my wisdom teeth, 
and my nose surgery. Yeah, Justin got a surgery. nose job, guys. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I had to be physically held down, yeah. either going in or coming out about of before. anesthesia. Because remember, I think I remember saying like it was super annoying because nobody told me what was going on, and I was in there for like an extra two hours. Anxiety, yeah. who was like, oh, he's totally dead. He wasn't. He was just trying to fight nurses. I just, I, I was like, I'm good. I'm gonna leave now. Yeah. That's my social anxiety manifesting. <laughs> gotta go. Bye. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, thanks. Enough. Thanks for the surgery. Bye. Gotta go. So that's Katniss right now. Um, where was I? Her mom comes in to start treating her wound and her and Hamish talk. And they basically are like, oh, it's happening again, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, it is. And Katniss is like, this is crazy. Like, who knew that this happened before? That's so crazy. And then someone's at the door. Um, someone's at the door and Katniss immediately is like, somebody's there to kill me yeah. or take Gail. Those yeah. are our options. And they're like, oh, I'll go to the door. I'll go to the And her mom's like, I'm going to go to the fucking door. Yeah. And it's actually Madge who has a cardboard box and hands it to Katniss's ma. She says it's medicine her mother use, uses from the Capitol. And Madge has gone through a fucking, like, blizzard to get there. Like, yeah. get lost three feet in front of you, blizzard. Wow. And... In the in the movie, it wasn't even snowing at this point. Well, it, there was snow, but it wasn't yeah. snowing, yeah. Um, yeah, because they put snow on it. Yeah, on him. which they mentioned, like, later. Like, if there wasn't snow, Gale would be dead. Yeah. There's not much to treat. How do you reduce inflammation when you don't have something cold? Yeah. Which nowadays they're like, inflammation doesn't need cold. But it's like, if you have been whipped, put yeah, some fucking ice on it. That's <laughs> a different, different inflammation. Infl- yeah. <laughs> um, where was I? So um, they give this to Gail. And this is Morphling, which we've mentioned before. I know. Close your eyes. <sighs> and it helps really quickly. Like, yeah. it's basically more, like it's much better than the Is it like concoction. morphine? It's like morphine, but different. It's morphine. Morphling. Morphling. Morphine. Morphling. Um, it's for it's so you can throw farther. Yeah. Hamish, um, at this point, insin- uh, what? That was a good joke. That was a joke. That was the most joke of all time. <laughs> uh, Hamish insinuates that Madge has a thing for Gale, which is why she came around in the snow, which makes Katniss mad and jealous. And she just is in the kitchen, you know, things have settled down. She's in the kitchen alone after Hazel has leave to go take care of her other kids. And she just focuses on Gail. And she thinks of her life, about their life, and how she puts herself in Gail's shoes and reverses their positions. If, what? Oh my god, you can do that? But you're going to say that and then you're going to be like, wow. That's not how that should have worked out. Oh, yeah? Because she puts herself in Gail's position. So, Justin, if you put yourself in Gail's position, what would you think, knowing everything about the Capitol and being anti-Capitol? Oh, okay. So, I'm anti-Capitol. I'm Gail. The girl you love. Oh, I'm an asshole. Sorry. Stop. I was getting into the getting into the role. Okay. Oh, I really... I'm in the I'm in the Hunger Games. Or is this where we're putting him in... No, no. She He's oh, watching Kat- Katniss. Oh, okay. How does he feel about what Katniss is so, doing? Kat- oh, I'm Katniss, and I'm thinking myself as Gail. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, Gail. I'm, okay, I'm we're watching done with this Katniss exercise. In the, in the Hunger Games, You're and done. I'm so sad. 
because she's in the Hunger Games. Okay, so you're sad at her, the prospect of her death. Yeah, yeah. In, okay, and we're done. Please don't go back. And I'm stressed <laughs> that she might die. Stop. And I have to provide for my family. Stop. Okay. So she reverses her position and thinks that if Gail had been chosen to go to the Hunger Games, how she would feel if Gail was kissing somebody on screen and marrying somebody. And instead of being a rational human being about it, she realizes why Gail has felt so mad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to share? That's it. She feels the rage he feels and realizes that she is his and he is hers and there's nothing else between them. Okay. Like what? That's the most way to do it. How? (laughs) How do you get to that? How does Gail fucking, how is he fucking blind? Like, does he not, like, again, like, I was seeing the discourse on TikTok where it was like, we, we as humans, like, when we watched the Hunger Games, we were brought it down to, like, P- Gail versus PETA. I'm like, Gail did that in the book. Yeah. Gail made it Gail versus PETA. Yeah. Not Gail, Katniss, and PETA against the Hunger Games in the Capitol. No. Yeah. Gail was like, you need to pick me. Yeah. And he was frustrated and mad with Katniss that she would have any emotions towards Peta when she survived with him. Yeah. And I don't care. And Katniss is just like, or no, Peta's just like, hey, I like you. We're trying to survive. Get that. Get to it when you get to totally, it. Totally. Like, he was a little bit, you know, like, he even apologized. He was like, I'm sorry. I was a little bitch about it on the train. Yeah. Like, he's like, I thought you had genuine emotions for me. I think if Katniss had been up front, not that she could have. And or like, should have, really. What? Or should have. It's like, they sh- he should have recognized they're, they're in a life or death situation. But he did actually have those yeah, emotions. Yeah. So yeah. I can see the confusion for him. But if Katniss had been like, I don't have these feelings for you, yeah. he would be totally on the same page with her. Yeah. So, just fucking blows my mind that Katniss is like, I'm going to think for a second. Oh my god, I totally get why Gail's in such a little bitch baby. Like, no. Anyways. She, at this point, realizes that Seneca Seneca Crane had killed her and that none of this was happening. Yeah. And she wonders if the people in the district are right and if they should rebel. And she just has, like, all this feelings going on and eventually it kind of, like, gets overwhelming and she leans over and gives Gail a kiss. Yeah. And he wakes up pretty quickly and says hi. And he's like, she's like, I'm staying here. I'm causing all kinds of trouble. Yeah. And then we go into the next chapter. These lower uh, districts are really being sore winners about this whole thing. What do you mean? (laughs) I don't get what you're saying. About how the lower districts won this year and they're just, oh, maybe this isn't humanly, this isn't rural. I get it. You're so funny. Chapter nine. Okay. (laughs) She wakes up on the table and Peta has shaken her awake and he's like, I'll watch over Gail while you get some bread. (laughs) Punches her awake. Wake up. Bitch. Wake up. Wake up. I get that it. That was pretty good. I know. Wake up. Nah. No? It, was pretty, it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Okay, we're putting a poll in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> no. You keep saying comments. This isn't YouTube. Like It's on YouTube. What, hey, the people you, listening if, on YouTube are like, this is YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so everybody not listening on youtube losers we do have a youtube channel not our faces though because it's, justin wants to buy 300 hundred dollar cameras no it's because i don't want to edit and i want to <laughs> get someone to edit for us yeah it's tenemos dinero yeah uh, tenemos dinero am i right but go like and subscribe yeah you done 
at it's reading held hostage the channel name. oh so yeah, the yeah. podcast the reading podcast held you're listening to on youtube it, where on they're YouTube. already listening to it probably they could be they could be listening to it on youtube mm, okay anyways um she mentions to peter that she's not gonna run he's like yeah i fucking know and she yeah, looks around dumbo mode and there's just like fucking tons of bread everywhere like he's just been cooking all night and not sleeping but she's upset because no matter what she does she knows she's hurting either gail or Peta. yeah but i honestly don't think she's hurting Peta. no i think Peta. Peta's realistic about the situation yeah i think he knows i think she, he is hurt but he won't let it be that she is the one hurting him does that make sense yeah. what i'm saying it's like he's like oh this sucks this is a consequence of the actions we're in, not Katniss being a dick. Yeah. Whereas Gail is like, wow, Katniss, I can't believe you're being a dick. Yeah. I hate Gail. My mom was over today and we watched the first Hunger Games. Oh, my God. And I was like, God, I fucking hate Gail. She's like, why? I love him. It's like, I fucking hate Gail. He's such a bitch. <laughs> okay. She goes to bed. Terrible nightmares. The huge. And she wakes up and realizes. <laughs> Quirky. PTSD. That she has chosen Gale and the Rebellion, and that a future with Peta is not something she wants. Okay. Cool. Acceptable. I don't Do you really know see. how it wouldn't be acceptable? If Gale was being a If bitch. it was reversed and it, he was Because Gale would be Gale. really mad. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Slurpy slurp Got time with back. her. <laughs> she can see a large blizzard outside, another like, huge blizzard, and she's welcoming it because this at least will keep the peacekeepers at bl- play. Bye-bye. Bye. Say by the blade. <laughs> and she can work out a plan with Peta and Haymitch during this time. Um, she also takes a minute to think about what this will think what this will mean for the people around her. Damn, dude. What you got in that cup? What am I messing up a lot? Why do you hate me? You done? Yeah. Um about what this new life of rebellion will mean for her. She is committed to the rebellion, which won't be easy. Like, people are going to be tortured. People will be targeted and killed. And that'll make her, like, she could be tortured. She could be targeted and killed. But also that her, her friends family and family might be subject to this fate. Literally everybody she knows in the entire district. Which is kind of like a ballsy thing to do without discussing it with the people around you first. Yeah. Might I just say. Do you think if they bombed District 12, they'd open another one? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, 13 you get, like, because you don't need an army in times of peace. Yeah. What do you think? What What do you think Capital 13 was? Was it the military? It was close, yeah. Okay. What was it? Well, we don't know anything about it yet. We will learn about it. Okay. Uh-oh. There's no capital thirteen. There's just twelve. Yeah, plus the capital, which is thirteen, but not yeah, district yeah, yeah. thirteen. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm so tired. Let's keep going. Um, she then takes some time to think about all the things that the capital has already taken from her, like her father dying in the mines, her and her sister fucking starving to death, her mom's mental illness. Yeah, her being chosen as a tribute, and she's like, not only me. Like, Rue has suffered. Everybody, every tribute, every citizen of the districts has suffered. Yeah. And as she remembers this, you know, she's like, this is what I need to keep with me as I'm going to fight Literally this. every person that died in the games ever. Their family, anybody close to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also so many more people. So many more people. 
She wonders how the people of District 12 will react to this and how she's going to get everybody on board. But then she's like, oh, I'm going to need somebody persuasive who's really good at words. She goes, OMG, PETA's really good with words. He should be the word guy of our revolution. Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) She goes downstairs and sees Prim and her mom tending to Gail. And she's anxious. And she's like, can you? She's like trying to be more calm. She's like, can you give him another shot? And they're like, no, we can't. They have to do the snow coat first. And they're mixing like an herbal mixture into the snow um, so that it melts evenly across his back. Uh, Herbal mixture? It's not weed. I was so, doing a funny weed joke. Yeah, how is nobody's gonna understand you? Doing, I, I did the herbal. Yeah, but you're putting your hand up to your I, mouth I, like you're smoking. I do that because I'm voice acting right now. <laughs> you're voice acting. Okay. Yes. Um, where was I? Her mom is like, "Thank goodness we have snow." And she's like, "What did you President do in snow? No. What did you do in the warmer months one. for this?" And her mom just goes, "We tried to keep the flies away." Yeah. She apologizes for going off on them yesterday. And her mom's like, I understand. Like, I know how hard it can be when somebody you love is in pain. And she's like, I guess I do love Gail. Like, this is when she's realizing it. Yeah. But she doesn't know what type of love it is. Mm. Reasonable. Yeah. And she hopes that Gail doesn't remember the kiss that happened last night. Yeah. Did you know he, like, passed out due to pain? Yeah, due to morphine. Morphine. Not morphine. Oh, sorry. Um... So I'm gonna get asked one day like morphine or something, and I'm gonna be like, "What do you, don't you mean morphine? Um, Why'd you just say it so weird?" The road. Do you mean the Thunder Trail? Thunder Path. You were uh, close. close. I love you. Thanks, babe. Which <laughs> twenty years for Warrior Cats? Yeah, she's a little bit younger than I am. Who? Warrior Cats. Oh, I was like the authors. I was like, I was Aaron like, Hunter's I don't like, think the authors are younger than you. I think their combined age is like sixty something or combined average. Gaga. Giga Gaga. Giga Gaga. The Fire Clan. Actually. Oh no. Okay. See, you're doing a hand moment. I liked it. Well, and okay, stop. I gotta get through these chapters. Gotta. Where it's it's an entertainment podcast about getting through the book. Why did you say entertainment podcast? What does that mean? What's an entertainment? All podcasts are entertainment. Fuck you, Justin. <laughs> I meant to say entertaining. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, cry, you little bitch baby. Oh, no. I'm the motherfucking boss baby. I'm tired. I'm entering goblin mode. Yeah, this is a very very goblin mode episode so far. (laughs) Okay. She calls Peta to check if he made it home, which he did. And she's like, I want to talk to you and Hamish, but, you know, they can't talk over the phone. And it takes two full days for the snow storm to... I think I need my text bigger. I think that's what the issue is. (laughs) So here's the fun thing. Blue has glasses. Listen. She doesn't need them for up close. Yeah. And so... They're somewhere. They're upstairs on the table, I think. Oh, yeah? No. How much do you want to bet that they're upstairs on the table? Um, Going to the grocery store tonight so that I can get stuff to make curry. Oh, yeah? Okay. Are you going to go look? Uh, well, after the podcast. You guys will never know if well, I made my curry. <laughs> it'll be the end credit scene. <laughs> um, I like how I say scene, like video. 
you're interrupting me, and I can't find where I am in the book because you keep interrupting me. Oh, my God. Okay, there I am. It takes two days for the storm to blow through, and then another day for the path to be cleared. So it's only been, like, three days. And during this time, she helps Gail, tends to her cheek, and... Finally, she talks to Peta, and they go on a walk and grab Hamish, and they're walking through to town. Why is um, Gail moving is at all? I don't think he is. You just said he was tending to... She tends to Gail. Oh. I thought you said Gail tended to her cheek. No, Gail shouldn't be doing anything. He's, he's boo-boo bad. Uh, real bad in the back. Boo-boo bad. <laughs> like a dog. Oh. I was worried that would wake our dogs. She tells them she wants to start an uprising. And Hamish just laughs at her. And he's like, my fucking plan? I'm going to make sure your wedding goes off without a hitch. He's like, I do not have time for this. Hamish is like, it just won't work plain and simple. And at that point, they go into the square. And they realize, even though all of them thought not that much would have changed over the blizzard. That the square has been fucking messed up by overhauled yeah there's like a new banner of penem there's peacekeepers everywhere some on the roofs with machine guns cool new construction whipping posts stockades and gallows which if you were just like a normal person in 12 you'd be like what the fuck is going on (laughs) this got intense well because like there's no trigger yeah like it kind of just happened out of nowhere yeah at least from like their perspective, like after the victory tour, Katniss came back and out of nowhere, all of this is happening. I'd be like, do you think this something's happening in a different district? Yeah. Katniss thinks of all her friends at the hob who are now at risk, but Hamish assures her that they are smarter than that. And he's like, well, the shit, hob? the hob is the black market. Oh, and he's like, well, shit, I better go to the apothecary to get some rubbing alcohol because um, Ripper's going to be out of. Um, a job and Katniss is like why would he want and then she's like oh my god we cannot let him drink that no he's gonna die yeah and Peter's like I think we both they both have like storage of white liquor okay. so and that good moonshine the Kentucky moonshine the Kentucky moonshine Peter goes to the bakery to check on his family and she goes to check on Hazel and as she walks down the street she realizes there's a huge flaw in this uprising plan that she thinks that she didn't realize before. And that would be that people in her district would have to do something illegal. Um, fun little thing about why Blue's audio got really weird there. It didn't. <laughs> it's because a cat walked in front of her it mouth. It did not get weird. <laughs> it got weird to me. No, it didn't. He's just so handsome. He just loves interrupting a mommy and making a podcast sound funny. <sighs> so they will have to do something. Okay, something illegal. Her and Gail have been doing illegal things their whole life. Yeah. But regular folks are not. And, like, them cracking down on them like this is going to be a real, like, not good thing. People aren't going to want to commit crimes because, you know, the physical abuse and murder. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be it. Yeah. She gets to Hazel's and see that Posey, um, Gail's little sister, she's, like, four, has measles. And she's like, you can see that I wouldn't be able to have left. And she's out of work. Nobody wants to give her money or give her work. And she also learns, Katniss learns that the mines are closed for a while. So she gives Hazel like a bunch of money, you know? Yeah. She meets back up with Peta and they run by the hob to see that it is on fire. 
It's been um, set on fire. It's burning like crazy because it used to be a coal storage facility. So there's like. Nice. Crack. Nice. There's um, coal just like everywhere. Yeah. And at this point, Katniss realizes she doesn't recognize one of the peacekeepers faces. Which sucks. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like when you send non-resident uh, police officers to I don't know a predominantly POC neighborhood. So like basically every predominantly POC neighborhood oh, in the United uh, States of America. Uh, um, no, I was about to say this isn't a political podcast, but we're li- literally reading The Hunger Games, which is a political book. It's a political commentary. Yeah. Well, she was literally made it when she was like. So crazy that I'm flipping through fucking reality TV and the Iraq invasion. Yeah. Like, if that's not political commentary, I don't know yeah. what is. Um, yeah, the only thing that would make it more obvious in the, and if they were, like, playing uh, reality shows as yeah, well. Yeah, literally. If The Hunger Games wasn't the only reality Yeah. Thing. Okay, so we're kind of doing, like, a time skip. The... Next few days, things are getting worse. Mines, the mines are shut down, which means the people of District 12 are starving. Nobody's getting food. Mm-hmm. Kids are signing up for tessery. They, but even though they do, they often don't receive the grain that comes with the tessery. So there's like they just sign up and put their names in extra. Uh oh, what's 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 wrong with the supply of grain? Do you think? Well, anyway, food shortages begin, <laughs> and even people with money are left empty-handed. No, District Eight isn't the grain district. Yeah, but also... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I think they're just trying to starve them on purpose, though. Oh, okay. Um, District 8 is textiles. Oh, okay. Um, even people who have money are left empty-handed. So, like, even people... In I thought Rue's Ru- district. Rue's district is 11, and she's the agriculture oh, district. Oh, okay. So, you're, you're, in the movie, they make it seem like it is Rue's district that rebels. Oh, okay. But it's not. Oh, okay. What? Weird. Okay. Why would they do that? Yeah, I just... I don't know. I watched it again today, like I said. Um, Eventually, when the mines do reopen, wages are cut, hours extended, and people are sent to blatantly dangerous sites. Dude, that's like how coal mines are run in this universe. That's in real life. In... um, At one point, Gail's younger brother has to sign up for the tessery, which is just fucking devastating to Gail. Like, he can't even speak about it. Yeah. And she, the one, like, kind of nice thing in this dark time is that she convinces Hamish to hire Hazel as a housekeeper. So that's two birds with one stone because she gets some money and Hamish's house is not a fucking nightmare mess. <laughs> <laughs> but Hamish obviously is going through withdrawal, whereas everyone is ignoring her in the streets and she can't even go hunting. Cool. And at one day she's just, like, shoved back into reality when the wedding dresses arrived. And she's so pissed and frustrated that she does end up going into the woods. She goes to the special place, the lake, and she gets her weapon and goes. But she doesn't, she's like so in her head, she doesn't start noticing the signs until it's too late. Because right as she goes through the door, she hears the sound of a weapon click behind her. She pulls her weapon and sees a person in a white peacekeeper's outfit, outfit, but here's a second voice say stop, and a second girl shows Katniss a small flat of bread with a mocking J on it. We're gonna jump into the second part of the book. So you're saying there's peacekeepers that want to be part of the rebellion? Or? I'm gonna tell you what's going on. <laughs> oh, I thought my job was asking questions. <laughs> we'll ask a better question. Okay, cool. 
All right. No, I thought uh, my contribution was like asking questions and sure as hell wasn't pronouncing words right. What? Sure as hell wasn't pronouncing jokes right. (laughs) Oh, I meant words. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The second part of the book is called The Quell. So chapter 10, she has no fucking clue what's going on and she's prepared to kill. (laughs) But one of them's like, no, no, no. This means we're on your side. And Katniss is like to the new voice. She's like, "Come around!" And it's in the new. It's the newcomer is a girl with a bum leg. What? Well, she's got a limp. We'll Get talk a better about leg. it. Skill issue. Skill issue. She's dressed in a peacekeeper's outfit too, but it fits really, really badly. And she has this shitty little crutch with her. She can tell very quickly they're not capital born or actual peacekeepers. The older woman's name woman's name is Twill, and the younger is Bonnie, and they're from District 8. And the uniforms, they say, are from the factory, because that's what they that's one of the things they make oh. in District 8. They make te- they make textiles in District 8. Yeah. I don't know what textiles is. I'm gonna be honest. Cloth. I thought that's what it meant, but if you were asking me, I would be like, um cloth? stuff yeah anything cloth uh, it's kind of considered to like um, fucking moving here. seamstress tree or seam seam mm. sewing seam 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 sewing that's what you said okay you sounded just like that too yeah yeah you, you'll hear it when you edit okay you just completely played ba- you played it back i saw you basically yeah, yeah. Even though my hands cannot move because I have a cat laying on them. Not important. Not important. Oh, he's settled. Oh, my baby boy. Um, Katniss is o- overwhelmed. She's like, what's up with the cracker? Like, what's up with the Mockingjay cracker? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? I'm taking that out of the podcast. Why? <laughs> what's up with that cracker? <laughs> I said, what's up with that cracker? What's up with that cracker? What's up with that cracker? And they're like, Katniss, like, do you not know any of it? And Katniss is like, she's pissed. She's like, um, yeah, I know there's an uprising in eight. It's like, there's more to that than that. But they say they're headed to District 13. And Katniss is like, why the fuck are you going to District 13? It's gone. <laughs> they're like, nah. And then she's like, what's wrong with your ankle? She just switches topic. She's like, what's wrong with your ankle? And basically, Katniss feels like they are telling the truth, but they but she's still pretty anxious about the situation. So they don't think that it would be suspicious to see two peacekeepers just walking in the woods. In the middle of the fucking woods. Yeah. In bright ass white uniforms. Yeah, they don't think that would be suspicious. Apparently not. More suspicious than someone, you know, trying to camouflage themselves. Although the snow, so I guess it is still white. Oh, okay. Um, but, I mean, it's not going to stay with that forever. No. In the little room at the lake, they have some stuff set up. They could have layers on. That's true. Layers. But their area is not, like, efficient or anything. And Katniss has some food in her bag, so she gives them some food. Because she, like, before she left, she made, like, the alibi. She's like, guys, I'm going out to give food away to the district people. (laughs) So she has her bag stuffed with food. And she asked them what their story is. And I lost my place in the the notes. And Microsoft Word Teams showed up. Stop, computer. Let me go. You know, my brother, my brother and me, when uh, Griffin complains about Yahoo not working. <laughs> Is that me right now? That's you. 
Um, and the name's not pulling up. Um. <laughs> so the story of these two in the middle of the woods is since the games, District 8 has been like crazy upset about things. And since they're in the textiles district, they they work in um, factories. So it's like always super loud. So they were able to pass information around a little bit more efficiently than, say, in the mines. Yeah. Twill was a school teacher and Bonnie was her student. I wrote, this is what my notes say. Twill was a school teacher and Bonnie was her teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie's her student. Uh, who teaches the teachers? <laughs> after school, they had a four-hour shift at the factory, which, like, fucking kill me, because I did work after school, and that shit sucked. Yeah. Not a four-actory forced labor. <laughs> um, over a couple of weeks, Bonnie got some peacekeeper uniforms out of the factory for Twill and her husband. And, um, oh, there we go. On the day that Katniss and Peeta made it through there on the victory tour, they were supposed to do, like, a rehearsal where they just had, like, people in their places and strategic positions to take over. Mm-hmm. And then on the night of the engagement, that was, like, the time. So, initially, peacekeepers were overcome, but it didn't last very long, and soon bombs were beginning to fall. And it took less than 48 hours for the peacekeepers to kind of shove everything back into a normal yeah. Then kind of the same way that um, District 12 was being treated, they were starved for a week, forced to be in their homes, and the only times the TV came on was to show people being hung. Cool. Then it was business Wait, as usual. they have TVs? Yeah. Okay. They all have to have TVs because The Hunger Games is mandatory. Oh, yeah. Which is so fucked up. Yeah. Um, Watch your children die. Yeah. But like in a quirky, cool way. Like, did you see that Katniss had fire? <laughs> Um, the, the weird dogs. <laughs> God, the dogs in the movie today. I was like, Mom, that's not even what the dogs look like. And my mom was like, they're scary. I was like, they're scarier than the book. And they're even more scary. <laughs> oh, you're so handsome. My baby precious. Um, then it was business as usual. And Twill and Bonnie went to school. But they were a little late because there was some like debris in their way. So they had to go around. And right pretty much as they got near the factory... It exploded and everybody inside died. Cool. Including Twill's husband, which the absolute gall of the capital taking out that big of a working force yeah. as a whole factory. Seems like a loss on investment. Really, honestly. Like, if you're thinking about it as a capitalist. Yeah, which they are. Yeah. Or, you know, the CIA. What? Oh my god, we have to listen to that stuff on Pro- Project Pegasus. Really freaked me out. Yeah. Losing um, true crime. Are you still doing the podcast with your mama? Yeah, as soon as we fucking have time to deal with it. Yeah. With these puppies, we're never going to get anything done. Yeah. Um, Bill, Bill, Bonnie, and Twill got their stuff together. <laughs> What's a couple name? <laughs> and they started um, heading out. And Katniss still has some questions. What? Bill, the name of her dead husband. <laughs> no. Katniss still had some questions. She's like, why are you going to District 13? And they're like, oh, in District 8, we um, believe that District 13 still exists because when the Capitol shows the video, like a video of them being like, hey, District 13 is still too radiated and we can't go there. Every single time it's been the same footage because in the top right hand corner, there's a little Mockingjay that flies by at the very last second and it clips it every single time. Mm. 
So they're like, it's just super weird. And we're just, they're just like holding on to hope because Katniss is like, that's really fucking dumb. Why would they risk going to 13? Like, she's like, why would you guys risk that? And they're like, we think they went underground because we believe that their principal, like, thing was nuclear development. But Katniss is like, no, they were graphite miners. And she's like, what's her name? Twill. I was going to say Bill again. Was like, they did not have a, their population was too large for it to be something as simple as that. Yeah. Did that all make sense? What I just said? So... Katniss was fed the propaganda that they are dead. And they were graphene miners. Yeah. yeah. And she's never had time to think of anything else than that. Yeah. So, cool. okay. This gets Katniss's heart racing because this could mean that there's possibly a safe place to live outside of the crap that she's involved in now. Yeah. Also, where's the other mining happening? What do you, you know, mean? like for metals and silicon and like lithium and i'm sure that it's happening somewhere i don't think just coal i think coal is probably their principal yeah but who knows and this is in the future maybe they have synthetic of all of that that they don't need anything mined for i guess yeah i could see you wanted to argue with me on that so thanks for not no you're wrong but we can continue i don't want to i'm done with that they would just need fusion it. technology to make... They could have that. Elements. Bonnie has a fucking weapon that uses the sun to make a fucking... Christ, stinky. That makes... <laughs> Wait, I thought they were just normal guns. One of them has a normal gun, and the other one has a weapon that turns solar power into a fucking laser. <laughs> okay. And just charge the shit out of a squirrel. So... I they don't show that in the movie. No, they, they don't just, show this whole scene in the movie. They don't, yeah, oh, they don't. No, none of this happens. But no, they just have regular guns in the movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have magic weapons in the, in the book. Really? Not magic. It's solar power. Um. Uh, Katniss is angry, but decides to kind of like ease off because Bill, Bonnie and Twill have, I'm calling them Bill. Bill have nothing left. <laughs> So Katniss helps. Couple named Bill. She gives them food, shows Twill how to make snares and hunt, makes a crutch for Bonnie, and then basically shows everything else. And as she's heading out, Bonnie starts to cry because she's so happy that they got to meet her. Never, never meet your heroes. So Katniss heads home with her mind full of all kinds of information because she knows Snow has been playing her for a fucking fool. Like she didn't do shit. And there's nothing she could have done to have brought District 8 to a halt. Like, she hasn't done anything. This has been stirring for a while. Yeah. And she's pissed. Like, all she can think about is this as she gets to the fence. And she's like, how have I unknowingly been ahead of this rebellion? And she stashes her weapon and she goes to the fence and she's like, fuck. This fence is electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Oh, yeah. So she doesn't know how she's going to get back. And that's where we're going to end it for today. That sounds like a fun little, uh, little pick them up cliffhanger, you know? Quite literally. What's going to what's gonna happen? Quite she- literally a hanger, depending on how she's going to get over that fence, if you know what I mean. Because she's going to be she, hung. She has to, she's, yeah. She's she, going to be hung if she gets, yeah. Yeah, if she gets like, Or she's fucking hung, if you know what I mean, eh? Wink. Anyways. Oh, let's end this podcast. Thank you folks so much for listening to Reading Held Hostage. Follow us on Twitter at Reading Hostage. We don't really use it, but if you yeah. want, if you really wanted to. 
Uh, we're on TikTok at Reading Held Hostage. Um, we're on the YouTube at Reading Held Hostage. Um, check us out on Apple, Spotify, wherever you want to listen to us. Leave us a review if you can. Zero or five stars are the rules. Um, and we have foster puppies for the next couple weeks. As you can tell. Because I, I promise that wasn't me grunting and sniffing into the microphone. Are you sure? Yeah. It's actually Jacob. <gasps> Jacob's here. Jacob, she is... Is that a horse? Is this a horse? Is that a horse wolf dog? Oh, is this a horse? <laughs> so, thank you folks so much. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin. I don't, I don't really like it. I'm the music. And now you don't have to add the music. <laughs> and the, and boom, post post credit scene. Oh, easy. Done. <laughs>